Welcome to the Life of an Educator, hosted by Matthew Beal. Hey team, and welcome to Season 1, Episode 1 of the Life of an Educator podcast, hosted by myself, Matthew Duick. And it is great to have you all with me today as we jump into this new adventure. If you didn't get a chance, I released a pilot episode just a couple weeks ago on August 23rd, just talking about the purpose and the person. So if you haven't listened to that, I would suggest that you pause this right now and go watch that first pilot episode. It talks about the goals and the vision of this podcast. And I also share a little bit about myself in who I am and how I got to this point. So go listen to that. It's a great first uh, startup. But now we are into the thick of the content in season one, episode one, the first day of school. So let me first off welcome you to September. Happy September. And I just want to give a big shout out to all of those parents, teachers, students, and staff who are starting another year, another school year. And I know for a lot of us, this is a very exciting time. And so happy September and happy first day of school. Let's jump right into today's episode, the first day of school and what that means. And so I want to talk about kind of the thought process and the planning that goes in as a teacher for that first day of school. And so I first want to talk about the preparation. Now, it is true that teachers do get two months off in the summertime. And so we have a lot of preparation time to prepare for that first day back for a new school year. Now, for myself, I know that uh, specifically the last two weeks of August is really when I start to get back into the mindset of a teacher and to start preparing how I want to introduce myself to the students, how I want to prepare the classroom, how I want to prepare the space for the students, and really just getting back into that initial startup of welcoming my fresh group of kids into my room. Obviously, the longer that you have done this career, it might get a little bit easier, but students are different. Classes change, um, mindsets change, perspectives change. And so I really take each year as um, a unique opportunity to have a fresh start and to be better and to continue to improve as an educator. And so you want to think as a teacher, how do you kick off the year that is going to welcome your students well, that's going to engage them from the word go, and that's going to make them feel comfortable. Just as teachers are excited and maybe a little bit anxious to get started with the school year, we have to remember that the students are feeling the same way. They are excited for September to come. And they are also a little bit nervous and anxious about a new teacher, new students, maybe a new school, maybe they're moving from middle school to high school or elementary to middle school. And so all of these emotions are high for both the students and the teacher. And so we want to welcome students with a care and an excitement. And so this is these are things that you want to think about as a teacher 
And these are things that I think about as a teacher in those last couple of weeks of August preparing and getting ready for September. We have to remember that the first day is all about meeting your students and spending time to get to know them. I spend very, very little time on anything related to the subject area. I am a math teacher at a high school. And I would say that I spend maybe 25% of my first class on math. The first 75% is all about just getting to know the kids and getting them to know you and just creating a culture that is about people. Because if you want your students to engage with you past the first day, they need to like you and they need to respect you and they need to be convinced that what you are presenting to them is important. And if they don't know you and if you haven't created a culture of people loving people and people respecting people in your room, you will not get them convinced about doing the material that you ask. And I'm a math teacher, so it's even harder (laughs) for me because there are students who really have a hard time wanting to do math. And so I find that the more time you spend in those first couple of days of creating that culture, you will have better success. And so I don't want to dive too much into that because uh, next episode is all about creating that positive classroom atmosphere. But you want to be prepared with a fun, engaging first class. And I'm not talking about a dance party and I'm not talking about, you know, craziness, but I'm talking about just an honest and genuine welcome to your students. So how do we make sure that happens? The practical pieces are have everything prepared. Have your photocopying ready. Don't be scrambling last minute. Uh, I always like to go in a couple of days in August just to get all of that stuff prepared and ready to go. My classroom set up, my desk in the right spot the photocopying lined up in piles ready to go because when you come back after Labor Day, there's always things going on. You haven't seen your coworkers for a long time and you want to you know, catch up with them and there's always those random things that need to be done. And so be prepared, have everything ready to go and write out the plan for the first day. This is actually the only day of the year I actually have a written out plan. I have everything that I want to do on my first day written out with explanation and a time beside it of how long I want to spend on that piece. And it's the only day I actually have a written plan because I think the first day is probably one of the most important days of the school year. And so write it out and I'll talk about what that day actually looks like in a minute. But write out the plan ahead of time and be prepared so that you can go in relaxed and ready to just be Um, you know, who you are as a teacher and allow your kids to see that. And so that's the preparation piece is about taking that time to think about what the first day should look like. And so the second thing I want to talk about is just the moments leading up. You know, it's really important that you get a good night's sleep the night before. And this may sound really childish or simple, but As a teacher, you want to be on your A-game on day one. You want to be energized. You want to be ready. You want to be excited. You want to be smiling. And the worst thing that can happen is you get not a good night's sleep the day before and you're grouchy or frowning and the kids are going to see that. Now, I know that for me, I try and get a good night's sleep and yet I'm so excited about the next day I can't get any sleep anyways because I'm just one of those people who gets excited about something new. It's, it's like when I go traveling 
uh, and I and the flight is booked for seven in the morning, and I have to be up at five in the morning to get my flight. And it doesn't matter how early I try and go to bed the night before, I cannot sleep. I'm just too excited about the trip. And I get about three hours of sleep. I wake up at five in the morning. I'm wide awake just because of the excitement. My adrenaline is high, and you know I get on the plane and you know doze off once the plane takes off. Um, and I know that for me, I don't end up sleeping very well the night before, but I'm in my bed and I'm resting because I know that the next day is going to be a full day of excitement. And so try and get a good night's sleep the night before and get up early that first day and get to work early and get yourself prepared mentally and be ready to welcome your kids into your classroom. Be present, be out in the hall, be excited, ready to high five or greet, say hello, say good morning, say welcome, making sure every student is getting to their right classroom, directing students around the hall for those who are entering a new school or who haven't been down your hallway before. There's going to be a nervousness and they're going to be in some cases panicked about where they are or where they're trying to go. And so help them, smile, comfort them, and help them find their way. But honestly, the most important thing is to be authentic and be yourself. I think we look at other teachers and other educators and we want to be like them. And it really just comes down to being yourself. Students are going to see you in your pureness and and in who you are. And they're also going to see when you're trying to be someone you're not. I remember my first one of my first experiences as a teacher is seeing everyone drinking coffee. And as a practicum student in university, I wanted to be a cool teacher. So I started to drink coffee. I didn't need coffee. I wasn't that person who was hooked on coffee. But because everyone else was drinking coffee, I thought I had to drink coffee. And so very early on at about oh, 20, 21 years of age, I started to make coffee every morning and bring it to work. And now I'm going into my sixth year of teaching and I drink coffee all day, every day. And so I don't know if that's a good thing or not, but um, it was something I did because I wanted to fit in and I wanted to be the teacher that I thought everyone was around me. But I realized that being a good teacher or being a teacher that students connect with is more about being yourself. Obviously, not every student is going to think you're the best teacher ever, but if you're just yourself, the students will see that and they will buy into that because students are just seeking real people. They are seeking positive people and they are seeking people that they can trust. And so if you are authentic in yourself, I think that you're golden and that you will be a teacher that students look up to. So let's talk about the day itself. What does that look like? Obviously, practically, you got to take attendance first off. So welcome your students into the room. Make sure that everyone is accounted for, that they're in the right place, and take attendance. Don't rush this process. I always... um, The first time I take attendance, I always ask the students to share three exciting things about themselves that they want the students and for me to know. And what I really love about that is 
then I can relate to them in some way. So let's say a student says that they are a big sports fan. Well, that's an immediate connection from them to me because I'm a big sports fan. And then I can ask them, who is your favorite team that you cheer for? Or what's your favorite sport? Or do you play on a team? Or are you going to try out for the varsity team at the high school? Immediately, there's a connection there. And immediately that they see that I'm not just a teacher teaching curriculum, but I'm a teacher who cares about who they are and care about their interest. And so don't rush attendance. Obviously, once we get into the grunt of the school year, attendance just becomes something you have to do. It takes two minutes at the start of the class. But that first day, take your time. Spend time with each student asking them about something that is of interest to them and talk about it for a bit. Have the other students listen in so that there is an engagement within the room and that everyone gets to know each other. This helps you remember their name the next day when they have now changed their outfit and you now don't remember them wearing the red shirt, but you remember them being the one who said that their favorite sport was basketball or that they really enjoy dancing or that they have a cat named Molly or whatever it may be. So take attendance and spend time with it. Don't rush it. After attendance, I usually like to play an icebreaker or get-to-know-you game, whatever that may be. There's so many out there. You can go online and look up fun icebreaker and get-to-know-you games. But again, this is a time for you just to um, get to know your students. Don't rush this either. Spend a quality time to get to know interest, whether it's a bingo where everyone walks around the room and connects with others, or whether it's you know, as simple as asking the students what are your interests or whether it's a game where everyone gets up and they mingle around looking for others of the same interests of them. You can make it easy or more complicated, but spend some time to get to know each other. And then they also want to get to know you. And so have a fun way to have the students learn about you as the teacher. I always call it Mr. Duick on the hot seat where... Uh, Each of the students get to write down three questions that they are curious about that they want to ask me as their teacher. They don't have to write their name on it. It can be totally anonymous. And so I collect their piece of paper with their questions on it. And this just allows the students to ask whatever question they are curious about. And yet I answer them in random order and I get to share a little bit about me. It allows me to share some stories to the students And it allows them just to kind of see who I am and I get to share a little bit about my personal life. I know that for some teachers, they think it's important to keep your personal life away from your work life. And I tend to disagree with that statement. I think that students need to see you as a person and needs to see you as someone who uh, has a life outside of work. And so I think that the more you share about what you do outside of your job allows the students to see that you are a human being just like they are, that you have interests just like they do, that you um, are involved just like they are, and that you understand where they're coming from as well with all of their extracurricular and family life and friend life that goes on outside of school. Talk about your friends. Talk about what you do outside of school. Obviously, we have to make it still school appropriate, but talk about your family. Talk about what you do in your spare time. Talk about what you do when you leave the building at 4 o'clock on a Thursday afternoon. 
because then they get to see who you really are and they get to trust you as a person and not only a teacher. Only after you've done all of that, and that might take half a class, that might take a full class. I know if you're doing elementary school, you might do this type of stuff for two to three days or maybe even a week because you have that time and you have that opportunity. I know for high school, it's a little bit trickier because we are in the semester system and we have a time crunch, but take the time to get to know your students. Like I said, you don't want to rush this time. Only after you've done all of this is when you can get into some of the more nitty gritty stuff of that first day or that first week of classes that you need to deal with. And so classroom guidelines and expectations need to happen. Make it interactive. Um, and again, I don't want to get too much into the classroom uh, atmosphere, so I'm going to leave that for now because next episode, I'm going to talk all about creating a positive classroom atmosphere and how to make that happen. But go through your classroom guidelines and expectations. Obviously, as a teacher, you are going to have things that are non-negotiables that you have for your classroom, but you also want to make it interactive for your students so that there is buy-in and that there is a belief that they came up with these classroom guidelines themselves so that they will actually honor them and respect them. I always like giving out a student information sheet so that uh, you get to know your students and they get to write down what they need to share with you. And so it can be as easy as what's your favorite subject, what's your least favorite subject, to, you know, what's their nickname, what do they need you to know about their academic successes or struggles. Maybe they just want to share something that is weird or quirky that they want you to know as your teacher. Um, so have both fun and student-based questions that will help you in planning for your students, but also to getting to know them as well so that, like I said again, when you forget what color shirt they wore on the first day, you can still call them by name the second day and the third day because there was something that you either found out in person or on their student info sheet that they can look to and uh, that you can remember them by. Obviously, uh, for middle school and high school, we have course outlines or syllabuses that we have to go through. And again, this does not happen first. I believe very wholeheartedly that you need to get to know your students first before you push them a course outline that just has a bunch of curriculum and random words on it. They're not going to hear it. They're not going to want to see it if uh, it is just curriculum-based stuff. They want to know you as a teacher first, and they want to know their peers first. And so wait until the last bit of class, or like I said, elementary and middle school, I would not even maybe touch it the first day. Have the first day solely focused on relationship and getting to know each other, and then bring out the curriculum on the second day or the third day. But for high school... I usually bring it into the conversation with about 15 minutes left, maybe 20 minutes left in class. And so this happens after you've got to know your students a little bit. Um, and so, again, if it doesn't happen the first day, that's fine. It can happen on day number two. But go through the curriculum, go through your expectations, go through tests, assignments, quizzes, projects, whatever you have, so that they can have a little bit of an idea of what they are uh, getting themselves into in terms of the course and the course workload and expectations. One of the big things that uh, you should not do, in my opinion, is give homework on the first day. 
there is no reason for you to give homework on the first day. Remembering that the first day, the goal is to get to know your students and for your students to get to know you. That is the goal. So the only homework that you should really be giving is simple housekeeping things. Like, for example, the student info sheet, if they didn't have a chance to finish it in the class time or if they wanted to take it home and talk about it with their parents, that's okay. But there's no reason why we should be giving homework on the first day in any subject, right? So as a math teacher, I am not giving math homework on the first day. That does not set up students for excitement and it does not set up students for success. So don't give homework on the first day. End off the class with an encouragement to your students, again, so that they leave feeling loved and cared for. And so just to wrap up, I hope this was helpful to see how I approach the first day of school as an educator and as a teacher. But we have to remember it's about the students feeling welcome and accepted. Don't rush into course content, course outline, expectations, curriculum, assessment, Again, if they're not feeling safe or welcome, it means nothing and they will not perform at the level that you think they will and they are not going to um, be excited about doing it. Have fun with the first day. Be creative. Have students be involved. Get them moving around. Get them talking. Get them jumping. Get them having fun with each other and having fun with you. What I've learned though is the first day flies by. (laughs) It is a whirlwind of a day. And uh, it's always a good day. It's always a tiring day, but it's exciting for both the teachers and the students. So don't miss out on that first day opportunity. Don't be the one to lose the excitement. Don't think it's just the first day and it's just a waste and it's just course outline day. Make the most of it. Make it exciting. Make it interactive. Don't miss out on it. And so I encourage you, if you're a teacher, uh, I hope this is helpful. You can reach out to me if you have any other questions about, you know, different documents I use and things like that. You can contact me uh, through uh, Instagram at the life of an educator or find me on the website at the life of an educator.buzzsprout.com. But that wraps up our first episode. And so I just want to thank you for listening in. I hope this was helpful. If you're a parent or a, or a student, or a child listening to this, you should also be excited about the first day of school. It is a great day for all. I know for parents, you've had them all summer long. And so for some of you, you're ready to just release them and get them back to the education world for you to breathe and to take a break. And that's totally understandable and okay. And for for children, I hope that you have teachers who engage with you on the first day and welcome you with open arms on the first day and help you feel welcome and supported. And so let me remind you that I want you to ask questions about how, of what you want to know, what you want to learn about in the life of an educator. So message me through Instagram and contact me uh, through direct message and tell me about what you want to talk about. I am open ears and I would love to share some of my insights about different topics and themes in education. And so don't feel shy to ask questions. I want you to be a part of this podcast. And so remember to follow The Life of an Educator through social media and subscribe so that you get these episodes every two weeks, every second Tuesday. And remember the website, thelifeofaneducator.buzzsprout.com. All of the episodes are there. You can click on them anytime. Uh, You can also find them through all of the uh, platforms of where you find your own podcasts. 
So remember to invite, to share with others. As I kick off this adventure with you, I would love for as many people to hear these ideas and thoughts as possible. And so don't be shy to invite and share with those who think would appreciate uh, these thoughts and these interactions. And so let me remind you that in two weeks, September the 20th, it's a Tuesday, I will be back for episode two, where we are going to look at how to build a positive classroom atmosphere. And so I encourage you to subscribe so that you have that episode come up on your device and that you are listening in in a couple of weeks. So I hope this has been helpful to give you a little insight on the life of an educator. So until next time, keep learning and strive for excellence. See you soon.